It's an emergency podcast. That's what this is. Uh, Andrew Vasquini is my name. That's Jason Aponte. It is such an emergency. I didn't come up with a name for Jason Aponte. So you're Jason Aponte today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sprint Ryan Option podcast, part of the Blue Wire Hustle Network. I guess the way to put it just lightly, the San Francisco 49ers have gone all in. Mm-hmm. That's me pushing the chips yep. in. Um, they, The trade that happened roughly, I don't know, like seven hours ago. We're a little late, but that's okay. We, I, we, we're both busy people. Uh, the Dolphins traded the third overall pick to the San Francisco 49ers. Hey, that's the team we talk about. Uh, for the number 12 pick, a 2021 third round pick, which I believe – that changed to a 2022, right? So that, that was clear. That, that pick correct? is a compensatory pick for the Sala or Mayhew hiring. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you. This is this is why I have Jason. He clarifies things to me. Uh, and also, first round picks in 2022 and 2023. Uh, and, and and I'll let you talk first, be, or because you you have you you've had more time to think about this. I've I've barely had mm-hmm. a chance to think about it all. Um, this is, this is the third time now that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have traded up. Uh, the first time was for Reuben Foster. The second time was for Brandon Ayuk, uh, shooting about, let's, we'll, we'll call it, well, also, there. you know, for Dante Pettis and other guys, but it was never to this degree. Yeah, well, excuse me. Yes. Trading up in the first yeah. round. Uh, that, that's, that's what I mean. And yes, that's the point I was going to make. Uh, they haven't done anything like this. Um, th- this is them putting the figurative chips in the middle of the table and saying, this is what we are doing. This is our shot. We're taking it. So Jason, I'm going to give you the floor. I'll let you say your thoughts and then just kind of like usual, I'll just piggyback off of your thoughts. Honestly, man. Um, you know, we voiced on this podcast. This is what we wanted. This is what I thought was the optimal approach to have mm-hmm. this happen speaks to the thought process that we have had and Kyle Shanahan and this front office have had, when you look at the five quarterbacks that pretty much are set as, hey, these are the guys that are going to be from good to amazing, it's hard to look past what you should do at 12 with not evaluating what you should do to get one of these guys. And that was always my thought process. So, you know, what I will give John... John, John Shanahan, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan. That's the new right. name. John Shanahan. John Shanahan, John Lynch, and and Adam Peters credit for is this. However you build your roster, right, and however you go into it year to year, that's great. But when new information is presented in front of you, you have to change that thought process. So when you look at this quarterback class, when you look at the 49ers are not going to be picking anywhere near 12 for a while. And I think that I can say that because of the roster. And I can say that because of coaching. This was your time to do this. And this was the right moment to do this. And I'm just, we're more shocked that on March 26th, this happened. If anything like this was going to happen, we probably would have predicted it closer to the draft. Or on draft day. Not today. But I am ecstatic. I think this is the exact right approach. Whether it works out is here or there. But the thought process is there, and I completely agree with what they're doing, and I understand exactly what they're doing. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. And like, th this isn't the first time my brains, I've been at work all day. My brain hasn't really processed all of this yet. So like you're watching me physically process all of this. Um, the, the big thing I, I just, I, whether or not this works out, just to see them make the move, just to see them make the move. That's all I care is they are, they say, Hey, cause let's be honest. If we're talking about a Super Bowl window, a figurative window, to, as of today at 8 a.m. West Coast time, that window is probably closer to close than open, mm -hmm. right? Let's just be honest. The second this trade goes through, that window, even if just the smallest amount, because everything is hypothetical. So we got to remember, I want to try and stick to facts as much as possible today, right? Because yes. that's all this is, is just the facts. We could, we have a month to dissect every everything we think this third pick can be, whether it's Justin Fields, we'll probably talk about that. Whether it's Trey Lance, whether it's Zach Wilson, whether it's Mac Jones, you know, whoever it is, we have plenty of time to talk about that. I just want to talk about the facts and what this is. And, and what this is is the Niners saying we see an opportunity to take this next step. Because, yes, I fully understand. And, and somebody shared the list of these are the quarterbacks taken in the top three. What you know? Let's let's be positive about it, right? Let's just say hypothetically, whoever they take, mystery man, pick pick number three, turns out to be what Justin Herbert was last year, right? Let's just say. This is a pretty damn good football team if they hit a Justin Herbert or or what Joe 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 Burrow was, uh, you know things like that. Like this is a grand slam pick if they hit it, if they hit it. And and on the flip side of things, the the, the thought I have is let's say hypothetically, let's let's just a hundred percent hypothetical, the Niners select insert name here, and insert name here wins rookie of the year let's just let's just throw out the wild hypothetical but the Niners miss the playoffs okay let's say that I don't think that'll happen if, if whoever the Niners take wins rookie of the year the Niners are probably <laughs> oh man but let, let's just say hypothetically guy wins rookie of the year Niners miss the playoffs the Niners are in a spot however where let's say they're drafting let's just throw the number 12 out there let's say the the pick is the 12th pick the Dolphins have the 12th pick we're kind of at the spot again this year where it's like, okay, sure, they could take a corner. They don't really need one. Sure, they could take an edge rusher, but they don't really need one. Sh tackles another high-valued position in the first round, but they probably won't need one. They definitely won't need a quarterback. So even if this pick ends up being a middle-round pick, what are they missing out on? Because they have every prime position that you try to hit on in the first round of an NFL draft to make your team better. That's been my thought process the entire time. And, you know, if people want to say, you know, splashy moves weren't made during free agency, that's fine. But retaining guys that you can count on and filling all those holes gives you this sort of flexibility to, to do this in the draft without sacrificing your roster construction. And, again, mm -hmm. whenever we say things like that, it comes across as hating. I'm not sure why, but... You have to think about this logically, and that's the way they're thinking about it. This roster is still a top three roster in football. Jimmy Garoppolo mm -hmm. will be the quarterback, I believe, in 2021. Didn't want to steal that. Starting. And you've set yourself up for the future and hedged your bets. This offseason, if you didn't think it was an A+, maybe you had it at A-, at a it is an mm -hmm. A+++ plus plus at this point. No matter what the outcome is, 
This mm-hmm. front office is nailing this offseason completely, and there is no yes. discussion to be had about that. Yes. Yes. Yes, as Daniel Bryan would say. I, dude, I'm amped. I'm amped. This this move, and even I, – I, so I'm a little more pessimistic on the J- Jimmy Garoppolo side. I think he's on his way out. That's my take. That's my opinion. We could disagree. That's fine. And the thing is, and the way I'm thinking about it is, is this was never about Jimmy Garoppolo. This was never about his ability at quarterback. Because that's, I don't even think that's a question at this point. I think the question with Garoppolo is, can he stay healthy? This had everything to do with the cap number. The, the, The only reason Jimmy Garoppolo has been talked about being moved on from this year is the cap number it has if jimmy garoppolo was closer to like let's say 15 million dollars this probably isn't as big of a deal right now if you let's let's just say i I know i said i didn't want to live hypotheticals Mm -hmm. in this episode but let's say you move on from garoppolo let's say let's say new england picks up the phone and says hey let's just hit the undo button we'll give you a second round pick for garoppolo i don't think they're gonna get a second round but they, just, you, just I'll tell you this though. Out. I'll tell you this. Based on today's movement, I think his value's up. Yeah, it is. And based on today's movement, yeah. it wouldn't be crazy mm-hmm. if that was the case. And you might even get a one. I promise you. I promise you that that might happen now because you're forcing their hand now. Now because mm-hmm. you have a plan in place and you know that you're not tied past this year to him, you kind of hold all of those chips. And remember, Jimmy can pick where he wants to go. That's one of the places yeah. he definitely wants to go. Mm-hmm. And, and and so so back back to my point okay. with Garoppolo is you trade him now all of a sudden the cap looks a lot better and you could extend guys like Nick Bosa and Fred Warner so realistically like all this does for me today is I don't care what the Niners do at this point if they keep Garoppolo so be it if you want him to be a, a an Alex Smith type just 11 million dollars more expensive Go right ahead. I don't care. The Niners will have a rookie quarterback because you're not. That's the thing is a lot of when it first kind of came out, a lot of people were like, well, maybe they're not trading up for a quarterback. No, you do not mortgage three years of draft draft capital capital. God, I can talk. Uh, You don't you don't trade three years of draft capital to not get a quarterback, especially with a head coach that knows what he's doing yes i know we like to talk about oh he drafted cj bethard oh he drafted he signed nick mullins dude jimmy garoppolo was a super bowl quarterback because of this offensive system and that is what peak jimmy garoppolo is and that's okay that's not a bad Mm -hmm. thing i only only shans and kyle i trust if kyle shanahan believes that there is a guy available at the third overall pick. And he said, we are going to trade three years of draft picks. You know what, Jason Aponte? I'm going to stick it out there. Damn it, I trust Kyle Shanahan and the guy he wants to get. That's just what it is. That's what it has to be at this point. And that's my point, too. Also, to the point you know, that we talked about, those first-round picks are going to be later-round picks. Those are not going to be high picks. This roster is too good. And we saw what happened last year with how many games they should have won had they not turned the ball over four times yes. and maybe turned it over two times and those sort of things are going to happen now that's what i'm saying so that's what makes this deal so much more sweet when you think about what they really gave up when you really look at where these picks are going to be this is a steal this is a steal to be able to move what they move to move up to three in a everyone knows all these quarterbacks it's not like they're going up for a sleeper 
Like, like that's the thing. It's like now they are guaranteed, guaranteed to get one of the top four quarterbacks in this draft, no matter what happens. And uh, Kaz, Kaz has a point, and I, I, I don't mean to pick on Kaz. Uh, in the comments here, because I've seen this point made with other people too. So I'm not yelling at you. You, you, your comment was just there. You can't go into 2021 with a rookie quarterback in Rose and expect to complete Jimmy sticking around. I understand that thought. I get it. I understand it. I've seen a lot of, well, no rookie quarterbacks ever gone to the Super Bowl. And my counterpoint, and yes, I get that this counterpoint might be wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No rookie quarterback has ever gone to the Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl. Excuse me. I apologize. Are you sure? Won a Super Bowl, yeah. Are you sure? No rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Yeah, I'm very confident in that. You're not. Ben Roethlisberger was a, was a rookie quarterback. The other oh, then maybe, maybe I got the stat incorrect. Or maybe, I, you I saw... know what? Maybe I got it wrong. So let me look. Go ahead. Keep going, though. Let me Anyways, but, but my, my point is, that's beyond the point, is let's say you hit, okay? Let's say you hit perfectly. There was a quarterback last year, and this is absolute best case. 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 4,336 yards. A it was passer his second year, rating I'm sorry. Of, his second year. Second it was year. the second year. Okay, thank you. Um, his, his passer rating was 98.3. His yards per game was 289. You're trying to tell me that blank player there couldn't have taken the Niners of the playoffs last year? Because that's, that's Justin Herbert. You're trying to tell me a quarterback who put out a production of 31 touchdowns and 10 interceptions – couldn't have led the Niners to the playoffs last year just because he's a rookie. And yes, I understand. I am picking the perfect situation, but but even to like, do you think the Niners are a playoff team with Joe Burrow if he's fully healthy last year? I would lean yes, and and I understand the thought of of you know, hey, it's a rookie quarterback. What what can you realistically expect out of him? But how often does a rookie quarterback just get to walk in as a top three pick onto a top? I'm just going to say top three roster in the NFL to cover my bases because there's there might be a roster better that I'm forgetting. It's not too often you get those type situations. And then you add into the idea of, oh, yeah, by the way, the best offensive play call is your head head coach. Like, like I, I understand the thought. It's, it's normal thought of, hey, it's a rookie quarterback. How much can you realistically expect? But it's it's – Every situation is different in my mind. Yep. And this one is very different. And I understand the thought of they need to keep Garoppolo just to have one more year of stability. And my counterpoint is just, no, they probably don't because I think everything is perfect for a rookie quarterback to succeed unless it's Kyle Trask. And then, you know, we don't know really, but they're not taking Kyle Trask at three, obviously. I just Please had to don't say sh- that. I just had to get my shot in at Kyle Trask. Yeah, so, so, so. Just to kind of wrap it up, I agree, yes, taking a rookie quarterback and taking that plunge is terrifying because there is a chance that you miss. There, There's a big chance you miss. But if you if you hit, if you hit like a Justin Herbert or a Patrick Mahomes or a Deshaun Watson in the first round and you plug him as in a starter and the roster talent the San Francisco 49ers have right now, there is no ceiling. That's But see, here's the thing. When I say things like this, because you're absolutely right, Andrew. When I say Thank things you. like this about rookie quarterback, cost-controlled, what you can do with all of that extra money because he's on a rookie pay scale, you can insulate the rookie quarterback within all-star team. You still haven't had to pay Nick Bosa yet. Do you understand? So now do you guys get it? 
So now I can start yelling. Do you guys understand the vision? Do you guys understand that this has nothing to do personal with who you think should be the quarterback or who went to the Super Bowl? Are you trying to get this roster in the best shape possible? Or do you care about your narrative? Sorry for yelling. (laughs) But, But at the same time, though. I am more okay with the idea of Jimmy Garoppolo being the week one starter than Me I was too. a week ago. Me too. I'm fine with this it. Point. I'm fine so, with so, it. So, like, we're not saying Garoppolo's gone and we're going to be happy. We're at a point where the Niners have literally – they've essentially started counting cards. They, they, they know what hand they're going to be dealt. They know exactly what they're going to have to do. If Jimmy Garoppolo's the week one starter, that is A-OK. Like, two thumbs up, that is good because they have – an insurance plan. And that's all this is about is getting that insurance plan. Yes. Is it scary to think about the Niners not having first round picks the next two years after this? Yeah, it's a little bit, but draft picks it's, it's, it's like a mystery box. You never know. The the draft pick is only as valuable as the team who is making the pick. That's all it is. And sure, the Dolphins, the Dolphins have had a very good track record draft-wise the past couple of years, and they, they might hit next year on 12 or whatever pick the Niners end up being. And Niner fans are like, well, we could have had that guy. It's probably not going to matter because the Niners are going to have a stud. A st- I'm going to guarantee a stud because you are guaranteed at the third pick. Trevor Lawrence, he's not going to be there. You're not guaranteed Trevor Lawrence, but you're. I'm just going to throw his name out there. You are guaranteed either Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, uh, Trey Lance, or Justin Fields. One of those four. You are guaranteed it, and that's all that matters. Gardner Minshew, G, might not be off the table because if they move off of Garoppolo, they're going to run into the same problem. They're going to need a backup, and Minshew could be that option. I I don't know. This is very exciting. This is a very exciting time to be a 49er fan. And as I said, I get, I get the pessimism of trading picks and making this scary jump. But right now, man, be excited because this team, this front office has decided this is the time we are going to try and make that next step. And I would rather be a fan of a team who wants to find out what's behind that door than continue to be, you know, we're okay with this current situation. So let's be freaking excited let's let's be happy that the Niners are trying to take that step and become not just a team that goes to a Super Bowl once and then misses the playoffs for seven straight years they're trying to be a team to build a I'm gonna say the word a dynasty a dynasty that's what this team is trying to do and this is the first step I mean I'm fired up let's go I didn't I didn't know is it week one I didn't know that Andrew Pasquini was gonna come in here spitting facts but he's absolutely right you need to be excited because of this front office understanding what they need to do when it in terms of what's in front of you, your thought process has changed. This shows growth. Also, all those things that I mentioned about cost-controlled rookie, the most dangerous team in football is a team that has not paid their quarterback yet and can insulate him with talent. And that's what the 49ers potentially could be. I don't think it's this year. I'm going to stick to my guns. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starter week one, but potentially you are building a roster in the smartest way because you understand you have a top three roster. You have a top five. No, you know what? You have a top three roster. We're going to say top three comfortably. And and let me, I'm going to put it in a little bit of scarier terms, kind of what you're saying of having a cost control quarterback. Think of Jared Goff, right? And Mm -hmm. I know that's a scary thought. Um, but when he was a Super Bowl quarterback, right, because Jared Goff was a Super Bowl quarterback, he was on his rookie deal. 
And everybody was talking about how the sky was the limit for the Rams. The Rams are going to be good because they have Josh or Josh Rosen, Jared Goff. Somebody said chosen Rosen, so my brain went there. They 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 went from having a cost control quarterback to they give him an extension, and now things are a little more suspicious. And and that's what we mean because if you hit on that quarterback, because you cannot tell me prior to that extension and bringing in Sean McVay, the Rams did not hit on Jared Goff. Because Jared Goff in that Super Bowl year was probably a top seven quarterback. If we're just isolating the season, right? Yeah. I, I'm not trying well, to argue made, that Jared. So, but who but, made that pick though? McVay didn't make that pick. Fisher McVay did. didn't make that pick. Yes, I, I, I'm aware of that. It was uh, it was Fisher. Mm-hmm. That was Fisher's pick. But 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 that's my point is that that Rams team, the sky was the limit. That's all it was because they had the cost control quarterback, and then they give him the extension. And that's when things start to get hairy. So th- just, I guess my point is, is go back and just remember how high the ceiling was for the Rams in, in, in their Super Bowl year. And if the Niners can capture that with a rookie quarterback, the situation is different because Jared Goff was in year three at that point. The Niners will have four more years of control if they hit this pick. And, and can get to that level with this rookie. So let, as I said, let's just be excited about it. We can we can get pessimistic about it in a week, but right now, man, the Niners are they're, they're not sacrifice bunting anymore. They're swinging for the fences. Yeah, I hope I hope, I hope Lena's in here to hear that reference. So Lena, <laughs> that's um see, but that's what you should be excited about, honestly. And and that's the thing. That's why you know I've always stated that number three has to be the pick that you get to right because yes. one and two is gonna you know it's a ten or a ten. So if you're at three. And Justin Fields goes at two, cool, you got Zach Wilson. If Zach Wilson goes at two, cool, you've got Justin Fields. If that's Trey Lance, cool. I'm with that as well. You know that I'm big on the Trey Lance thing. I will tell you this, and I will state my opinion here. I would rather have Justin Fields than Lance, but I will not be upset if it's Trey Lance. The one pick that I'll be upset at if it's three. Mac Jones. No 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 way. No way at three. None. Well, my my point with that is Mac Jones. He's he's he he could be good in the NFL, right? But he he'll be the, great in the NFL. I'm not he, a three. Exactly. He is not the first round pick that you trade up a month in advance. He is the guy that you you stay at twelve and draft night. You go, oh hey, Mac Jones is at the board at nine. Do we want to like go? We can go get him now. That's 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 what it is. And, and and nothing against Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is going to be a very good pro. He's not a guy you trade up to three a month in no. advance for. No. And, That's and, what that and, is. I'm going to tell you this. This is probably going to get me killed. Put on all, old takes exposed. Let's go. The, the 49ers didn't trade up to three to get Mac Jones. So you, no. I don't care who says it. I don't no. care if Chris Sims says it. I don't care if Ian Rappaport says it. That's not what's happening. You could have had Mac Jones later if you wanted to have him. You didn't trade up because you're scared that everybody wants to get Mac Jones. No chance, okay? So I will put myself out there and let you guys know, forget that. Completely forget that. And I'm tired of people asking me, well, what if it's Mac Jones? It won't be. It will not be. It won't be. We, we got to revert back to things we've said the past couple weeks. We know for a fact now the 49ers are drafting third. Outside of that, treat everything like it's not real. Everything's a smokescreen at this point. That's all it is. I wouldn't lose sleep over the Mac Drones rumor. And and who knows, maybe of as of April, I'm going to say, well, I don't want to pick that date because that has impl- I'm going to say April 21st. If April 21st rolls around, because I was going to say April 20th, and we... I don't know if we support that on this podcast. <laughs> um... 
if on April 21st, there's still rumblings of the Niners could go Mac Jones, be worried about it. If you don't want Mac Jones at three, as of March 26th, don't, don't, don't even think about it right now. Just be happy that the Niners are, have the third overall pick and they have made a move to try and open their, they're, they're not even just trying to open their Super Bowl window. They're trying to bust that window through and, and make it work. So that's where we're going to leave it. I think. Yep. I think we've said everything we can say. We only wanted to go 20 minutes. We're at 25 minutes. Um, but just just be positive about it today. We, we could get negative tomorrow if you want. Uh, it's This is the ballsiest move the San Francisco 49ers franchise has ever made. You know, this isn't a situation where you're trading Joe Montana knowing you have Steve Young as the backup. They are they are making they're, – they're going for broke. That's what this is. And if it misses – we can criticize them next year, but I'm never going to criticize a team for going for what they think is best for their franchise, and that's what this is to me. And to piggyback on that, changing the way that you build rosters with new information, continuing to do mm-hmm. the same things over and over and not realizing what's at hand with this quarterback class mm-hmm. is an issue, and this front office just showed you that they're changing that. All I've heard on Twitter, they don't trade up. That's going to take a lot. They won't trade up that high. Hi, guys. I'm here to talk. Realistically, it didn't take much. It didn't take much. But, hey. It didn't take much. I'm here to talk. And I'm having a great day. Hey, best case case scenario, Niners-Dolphins Super Bowl next year. That's the best case scenario. Make it happen, Kevin. Tua, let's go. Let's, let's, Let's clean it up. Um, so listen, guys, we're going to take the weekend. We're going to formulate some more less reactionary thoughts and, and really think about this. We will be back for sure on Monday. We, we, we have a podcast on Monday. Uh, so, so, so be, be on the lookout for that. We're going to drop that link. Obviously this, this podcast also is going to go on Apple and Spotify because your boy figured out how his microphone works again after two weeks. You sound um, amazing. I mean, you sound, sound great, great on both sides, but your, your voice good. just comes through now. I'm ready, dude. Uh, so, um, Jason, any last thoughts before we, we put a bow, go home? No, this is a great day. 49er fans, Good get day. excited. Enjoy yourself. Put the swords down. Please just enjoy yourself today. Like, I, I don't understand why we're not vibing today and we're not enjoying what has happened because no one saw this coming at least this early. We may have wanted something to happen, but when it does happen, just got to take it as it goes, man, and, and just enjoy the moment. Have a drink. It's 5.50 on the, on the other side of, of the country. Have fun. Enjoy it's, this. This is exciting. It's March 26th, and the Niners did a thing that I didn't think was going to happen until draft day. So exactly. we have time to talk about it. Um, Jason, I have one last thing I want to say, and then we'll do our as always and sign off. Mm-hmm. Richard Sherman, if you're watching, please come back. I miss you already. Thank you. Jason, as always. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners, huh? <laughs>